0: Welcome back to another episode of the Vancouver City Survival Guide. I am your host today, Mike Zaremba, and we are in the Vancouver Real Studios. The hashtag Vancouver Survival Guide is always brought to you by Floathouse, and floathouse.ca is the website, so check it out for flotation therapy. And today, uh, we're going to continue along the theme of community. Uh, We had our first episode of the Vancouver Survival Guide with Connor Beaton and obviously the Mantox community that he's done such an amazing job of of creating, not only in this city now, but multiple cities, which is just super cool. And we're going to continue along with another strong community builder, someone I've actually have known for a few years now within these communities, uh, Ashley Wiles. Ashley Wiles from Soul Girls. And well, first of all, welcome to the Vancouver Survival Guide.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. And so you just finished your first float, didn't you?
1: I did. Yes.
0: Okay. And how did it go for you in a nutshell?
1: Yeah, it was good. Yeah? Yeah. I was trying to think if there was like a play on words with like floatate, float, floatatious. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. Great. Floatatious. It was floating. Yeah. Floatastic.
1: Floatastic. Yeah. <laughs> you would know them all.
0: Yeah. Well, to be honest, I haven't even thought about that, but <laughs> I just, I just say I'm going floating and it always feels great. But, um, no, I mean, it's cool. I mean, your first float under the books or, you know, under, under the books, I don't in know in the things. books, in the books. Thank you. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's an orientation kind of gets, you got to get used to it a little bit, but like you said, you said it felt like meditation kind of. Yeah. Right. So cool. Um, so I'm super glad you tried it out. Thanks for taking us up on that offer. And now we put you in the hot seat for the uh, survival guide. And the reason we wanted to come have you in is again, because you are this super strong community builder and leader here in Vancouver, uh, with soul girls, S O L E girls, um, And it's, you know, you focus towards like fitness and mental health and and youth and and women and girls, really. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the Soul Girls community, how you got started and uh, how long you've been up and running and and doing this sort of thing for?
1: Yeah. So I moved back to Vancouver about five years ago and uh, was really struggling with my own mental health. So anxiety Mm. uh, about the depression and just not really understanding who I was. Yeah. And uh, I really lo- – running is my thing. I love to run. It's kind of like my- – it used to be my meditation until I discovered meditation. Okay, yeah. Um, I love, love, love to run. And cool. and Soul Girls was kind of this space where I could create exactly what it was that I needed for myself. So it was um, community and fun, physical activity, a place where you could go and be supported and connected and um, – you know, not really necessarily be judged, Mm. um, just be included just to be exactly who you were.
0: Right. So what, what was your main inspiration behind doing it? Like, what about doing that sort of thing for you? You know, you just had to do it. Like, what was that?
1: Um, my, well, my background is in life coaching. Okay. So I was really curious. I had a lot of clients that were coming to me about, um, body image and they really wanted to Mm. lose weight. And, um, what I found was that we had so much hesitation on physical activity and weren't really, um, I was like, where does that come from? Like, why do you not like physical activity? Mm. And it turns out that a lot of this happens when we're kids. And so between the ages of eight to 12, I mean, particularly for girls, that's when they decide whether or not they identify with physical activity or not.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, and if they don't, they're likely not to do any physical activity during high school and then find it really, really difficult to find some sort of fun physical activity by the time they're in their twenties.
0: Interesting. So between eight and 12 is kind of when that physical, um, yeah, attraction kind of will take hold or not for women. Is that the same for guys or boys?
1: You know what? It's it's slightly different just because we're we're our, our homo- homo- hormones are different, okay. and so we're going through different things. Hmm. Um, but it's a really really developmental stage for girls. Um, their body they're going to be kind of their full height, and um, by the time they're twelve, right. so really deciding what they identify and who they are. Hmm. Um, curiosity sets in, so I call this the detective stage. They really want to know who they are, what they're right. passionate about, you know, what excites them, who their friends are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're curious about what their, what their parents are telling them versus what their friends are telling them. Right. And, uh, and this is where they'll really make those big life decisions on, you know, I love physical activity or I am a runner or I am a gymnast or I am a floater or I right. am a,
0: you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, is that the group that you try to work with the most then? Yeah.
1: So Soul Girls is focused on girls ages eight to 12 when they're at that stage of starting to make those big decisions. Right. But we also hire mentors and leaders that are high school university students and our coaches are above and beyond that too.
0: Okay. So can you describe to me this, the community that you've built, like kind of the structure of what, um, I mean, is it a business or is it okay? Yeah. The structure of your business, how it kind of works and like obviously you started it, but now it sounds like you have more people involved that work with you. Yeah. Can you describe that organization a little bit?
1: Yeah. So we started with one group of 15 girls. I was just the coach and then girls would show up and we had a a few uh, volunteer mentors, which we call soul tiers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then it turns out that other schools wanted it and places wanted it. So we started at other locations. Um, right now, starting in the spring, we'll have 15 approximately locations starting. Um, yeah, including places up to trail BC and Kelowna um, but mostly here in in the Lower Mainland in Vancouver area.
0: Okay, very cool. So um, now, describe to me a typical like is it a program or a course that they kind of go through? Is it like over a set number of weeks? And can you kind of describe what that looks like for one of your members, one of your community members?
1: Yeah. So we have uh, the way Soul Girls is structured is we do camps and programs that are mm-hmm. programs are fifteen sorry nine weeks long. Mm-hmm and the girls are training to run a five-kilometer fun run.
0: Okay, cool.
1: And so, so a, coach, a goal. Yeah, there's a goal at the end. I like that. And every week they're talking about something different. So um, they're talking about anxiety or body image or what it means to be a girl or how mm-hmm. they want to be treated or friendship and all sorts of different things. So it's a different topic, plus there's a goal of um, running a 5K or participating in fun five-kilometer.
2: Right, very run.
1: cool. And then... Um, and so they, there's a different coach in every um, city. And mm-hmm. now we're actually, the way the business is structured, we're actually um, going global. Wow. Yeah. So I just spent a month in Australia wow, um, so in good. December going there too.
0: That's so cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. What a feat. That's amazing. And it's been, when did you first start? Uh,
1: 2013.
0: Okay. Yeah. Same with us. Interesting. So cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's so amazing to be able to. I mean, did you ever imagine with that first group of 15 girls and you that, you know, four years from there, you'd be going to Australia and multiple cities and all that kind of stuff?
1: Um, no, you know, it really wasn't about a business at all. It wasn't about Mm. growth. It was really Mm. about creating foundation and community and support.
0: Awesome. Cool. Well, speaking of community, that's kind of the theme of today. So let's, let's move on to the next question here. What motivated you? We actually kind of covered that. I didn't even really realize that. Um, that's why, you know, I got ahead of myself. I knew what I was going to ask you, apparently. Soul Girls brings young girls together with mentors in the community. So why do you think this is important for young women to connect with mentors in the community? Mm-hmm. Why is it important for these young girls to have, like, a mentor?
1: Totally. Um, have you ever had a mentor?
0: <sighs> I mean, not, like, a, a, a formal mentorship relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think I've had a little bit of coaching... Um, I've been a part of sports my whole life, so uh, there's obviously mentoring there, different professors in university uh, I became more related to. Mm -hmm. um, So not formally, but in different ways, yes, I would say, you know?
1: Yeah. And and I think this is, it's really uncommon to have a mentor Mm -hmm. or to like, even as a child, like there's coaching relationships.
0: Um,
1: but this idea of mentorship is, is not really something that parents pursue for their children.
0: I don't think many people in general pursue.
1: Yeah. And, um, and I think this is becoming, you know, kind of a new, I don't don't know if it is, Mm -hmm. Um, but that's what Soul Girls is all about because I had a mentor Mm -hmm. Um, and this wasn't because my parents were seeking out a mentor. It was simply um, actually my piano teacher of all people. Oh, cool! And she filled in this role of being a mentor and I stuck with piano for about 10 years, not because I love piano, Mm -hmm. but really because she became that like cooler, older girl that told me freckles were cool oh, and yeah. that, oh. you know, when I was older, boys were going to count them and I would like that and that, you know, my mom wasn't always right and getting in fights was normal yeah. and, um, cool. you know, the kind of the things that I really needed support on that I didn't feel like I could talk to my mom about and get like the answer that mm-hmm. I wanted or could use.
0: Yeah, no. And that makes complete sense. I mean, your, your immediate family, this is my personal experience, my immediate family, like they're, they're yeah. in your life and it's unconditional love and support. I mean, ideally, right. Yeah. Um, but you 're right there 's like you have this weird internal history with them that go back from your childhood, and there 's just certain things that you are comfortable to speak with about and certain things that you can 't and so having an opportunity to to speak with someone that you respect and connect with and uh you know who can kind of just be a sounding board even is such a huge thing so so you had this mentorship. You obviously gained a lot from it. What were some of the things that you personally gained from being in that mentorship role? Uh,
1: from, from or being, being
0: in the mentor, uh, having a mentor yourself, yeah, being
1: a mentee. Yes. Um, gosh, so much. Just that—that that cooler, older girl. So having her understand me and really be able to listen. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we also played piano, but right. and I, I did have to practice every day. But the only, you know, I think, the biggest motivator for me was. Um, like somebody thinking I was cool right? outside of my, you know, just my group, um, right. outside of my little fishbowl.
0: Cool. And was she, was she, you know, trained in that or did it, did it just kind of, that's just who she was. Was she just kind of a special person, your, your mentor?
1: Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, we do this even at Soul Girls too, is it's that you're drawn to somebody for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I don't pretend to be everybody's mentor that's right. in Soul Girls, but that's mm. why we have volunteer mentors, our Soul Tears. Cool. Um, because I mean, one girl, for example, we had in Soul Girls that loved baking and I didn't know she loved baking, but mm. one of the Soul Tears found out she loved baking and they both loved baking and that was their thing. Cool. And, um, and I don't, you know, I don't want to pretend to be somebody I'm not, I'm totally. just me and I will, you know, be the best version of myself. And if you find that inspiring, amazing. And if, if you don't, then I bet there's somebody out there that, you know, will inspire you. Right. And I want to connect you. Like that's, that's exciting to me. Yeah.
0: And what a great opportunity for the, the mentors of your, of soul girls to gain that sort of just that experience, you know, whether they want to get into a teaching profession or a counseling profession or men or life coaching or whatever, like what an opportunity to, you know, to learn and, and get that, um, that experience for themselves as well. I'm sure the mentee, the mentor gets a lot out of that experience as the mentee does. Yeah. Right?
1: The thing is, like, we all have experiences. And you, you know, even in business, right? You mm-hmm. have experiences. You've been through things. You've had challenges and ups and downs. And it hasn't always been easy. Right. Um. And and I think, you know, even when we're kids, we kind of forget. But now this, there's a new push and this new girl wave. And it's like, we don't want girls to experience what we went through, whether mm. it was the body image or the mean girls or the right. friendships or whatever, and just not believing that you could be anything that you could possibly want to right, be. Totally. and totally. Uh, and so we want to change that story. And I think inside, you know, with the women's marches that are happening, with the Trump that's happening and Mm -hmm. all these sorts of things in, you know, even just here in Vancouver, it's amazing to kind of start to change that conversation Mm -hmm. and say, you know what, let's change it from the foundation and give girls that are coming up the ranks to, you know, that that positivity, but also core foundational tools that Mm -hmm. they can help to build themselves forward.
0: Yeah, no, I mean changing people uh, whether it's children or, or adults from the inside out is really i believe you know that's the fundamental change that needs to happen across the world across the board if people change their values their um, perceptions and um you know for the better whatever that is you know as long as it's kind of identified and and consciously, uh, strive towards and, you know, knowing that mistakes happen. But, uh, that's, I mean, that's where it all will, that's where the cultural evolution will take place. That's mm-hmm. where our species evolutions will take place. I believe in, in going forward and becoming I don't know, a little more harmonious, a little more sympathetic, empathetic with each other and supportive and collaborative, versus, you know, this exclusion that we do have through nations and Mm -hmm. politics and all that kind of stuff, you know, even with how we approach... um you know, mainstream media and that kind of stuff. So,
1: yeah. And even just understanding that they have values and Mm -hmm. they are, you know, valuable. Right. 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 And we don't have those conversations with, with kids. We don't even have to often have them with adults. You know, Mm -hmm. what are your values and how does that, I know in your business, like your values are very important. Right. Right. And at the float house and, and in soul girls as well, like that's the foundation of everything we do. So why aren't we having those conversations with kids?
0: Right absolutely i mean they need to be introduced to that kind of stuff so yeah that's so cool okay before i get off track because i mean this is why i wanted to do a more formal vancouver real episode with you because uh i knew there's a lot of tangents that we could go into but i'm going to stay on course okay. for the vancouver survival guide do you have a mentor and we already I, I keep doing the same thing i was gonna say it says do you have a mentors in your life that keep you in line and obviously you do because we just talked about that
1: well, I do, like I have now, it's oh, different.
0: Yeah. Oh, you have a new mentor. Yeah. Okay. So
1: now it's different. So that was kind of when I was a girl and now I have business mentors, right? Okay. So I still, I still have people in my life that are um, now because my focus is, you know, growing Soul Girls and, mm-hmm. um, and also supporting our community. I have new mentors that have kind of been through those experiences. So the same type of thing, but right. and, um, yeah.
0: Very cool. But different. Awesome. In the past year, you've taken to the stage as a speaker at TED, at TED Talks Kids. Yeah. Which I didn't even know existed, but that's really cool. Yeah. Um, to discuss mental health and fitness based on your own very personal experiences, how do you feel that fitness can help all of us find a sense of community? What's, what's the relationship between fitness and community from your uh, perspective?
1: Yeah. So I don't really use the word fitness, um, Mm -hmm. so much as physical activity. Okay. um,
0: Yeah, good to be clear on that, actually.
1: (laughs) And I think physical activity and mental health are very closely related. Mm -hmm. And um, being physically active um, can boost our mental health in a very positive way. And um, having fun can also (laughs) boost our mental health in a very positive way. Yeah, play. You know, um, and I love working with kids, especially in the ages of 8 to 12, because they're going through that stage of, you know, going from play when they're 6, 7, maybe 8 still, Mm -hmm. to more competitive and, um, structured play.
2: Right. Okay.
1: And as adults, I think we forgot how to actually play and just have fun. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and often, you know, we're bombarded by beauty magazines and, um, you know, the right type of fitness and the right type of body. And it can be so exhausting. Um, whereas like fun physical activity is totally different. Right. It's just going out to have a run or a swim or whatever feels good in your body.
0: And so, and I mean, probably, I mean, you can have fun on your own, but Probably even more fun when you're with other people, right? Hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. Especially here in Vancouver, there's so many great groups right. of people doing fun fitness and really focusing on just having fun.
0: Right. Yeah. I would imagine like you know the beach, the beach volleyball leagues and stuff like that. I mean, there's very, I mean, there's very competitive ones for sure, but there's also like those recreational ones that are just super chill. It's just for fun um, that you can go get involved with. Um, so, what do you think about you know in terms of physical? Why? Why do you feel there's maybe an advantage or, um, greater adherence state of physical activity when it is, um, community based?
1: Yeah. There's some really great, like unstructured, um, play, play times <laughs> yeah. for adults. Um, like November project, for example, which is, um, you know, just once a week, but show up and okay. do some like crazy fun physical activities yeah. and it's free and, uh, or run clubs, just go out and move your body. Um, and I, and I just think it's, it's so important because it starts your day off on a totally different
2: Mm -hmm. angle
1: Mm -hmm. and, uh, your relationships will be better. Your family life will be better. Your food habits are likely better because you're taking care of yourself. Right. And, uh, you know, even when you are struggling with anxiety or mental health, any sort of mental health, my personal experiences with anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, but there's never been a bad run, you know. You, there's totally. never been a bad time to go out and like meet friends when it's around physical activity, because um, instead of just like sitting across from a table at dinner or something, like it's not a focus on you so much as like let's right. just play or have fun or be physically active, and that clarity that it creates in your mind mm-hmm. um, from the support and the connection you have from others yeah. is is hugely beneficial.
0: It's so true. I mean, you never come, you never finish whatever physical activity you're doing, be like with you're like oh I, I wish I never did that yeah <laughs> you know you never have a regret of doing it it might be kind of hard to get going to it but I think that's why the you know where the community part really comes in to help you is like um, kind of keeps you more accountable mm-hmm. um, it, it's more motivating to go to it because maybe you have someone there that you really enjoy hanging out with spending time wise with or whatever you really connect to yeah. and so you get you get something out of that whether you're even conscious of it or not I think I think you know, when we have these relationships, especially ones that we really connect with and they charge us up and we get more energy even though we're expending energy with them, yeah. which is that weird paradox, right? But it's so true. Yeah. Um, I think there's something really there with the community-based, you know, physical activity. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so A
1: cool. 100%. You're more likely to show up, like you said. Right. So if you make plan to say, you know, we're both going to be physically active at this time or you set a goal together, mm-hmm. that, you know, that's another right. benefit. Yeah. Um, and just um, sometimes, like, we call it... Um, uh, you know, dishing our, leaving our problems on the seawall. Okay. Right. Cool. So yeah. going for a run and just like saying whatever it is that you need yeah. to say, and just letting it out, yeah. um, and having a friend to do that with, it's is so huge.
0: Very huge. No, it's true. It's like talk therapy, right? And yeah. just get it out, leave it, in, dump it in the ocean. The ocean will cleanse that for you. Yeah. And you're good to go. That's the beauty of nature, right? Yeah. All right. So many of us find the demands of our day to day draining. Um, you know. I'm sure you do even sometimes as well. Is there one place in the city that you go to when you need to get connected with yourself and like just get offline?
1: Um, you know, honestly, anytime I'm in my running shoes is, is probably that time. Yeah. So whether it's on the seawall or in the mountains, I'm from the North shore. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Do you get wall. into the trail running? I'm not a big trail runner. I, it's I dangerous. left Vancouver when <laughs> trail running became a thing okay. and I was living in South America and my friends told me they were trail runners and I was like, what the heck is a trail runner? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's this new phenomenon that's like, oh no, we're not runners, now we're trail runners. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm a trail runner. I run on trails. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I just like to run. It really yeah. doesn't matter what the terrain. I cool. really enjoy being anywhere in my running shoes. Nice.
0: So how many times a week do you try to go for a run ideally or um, do you even just kind of Go as go as you can.
1: Yeah, well, I'm training for Ironman in June, right. so, so you I do. Schedule. I spend about 16 hours a week being physically active, um, which is probably more than your average person. So I spend a lot, and that doesn't include Soul Girls running. So mm-hmm. running with the girls as well, cool. um, three to four times a week. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I probably yeah I do a lot of physical activity. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I mean it's uh, make sure you get that good recovery too right i mean you yes. don't want to be draining up both ends but um
1: no and that it's a hundred percent like the harder you push yourself is like the harder the more you need to recover as well so totally. i can you know floating or of yoga or like just like literally stretching mm-hmm. and right. uh, or lying or grounding um right. earthing like yep. there's so many like other elements to to physical activity 100%. so
0: true yeah you can't just burn it out you know you just, no Your nervous system's not going to take it. And then, you know, and then on on top of that, if you, yeah, your immune system gets compromised, you can get sick, whatever. So many things. So, yeah, it's it's a very, you've got to have that holistic approach, which I think more and more people are becoming uh, more educated on, more aware of. It's like, okay, yes, I need to be moving and and sweating and, and, you know, challenging myself, but I also need to sleep well, eat well, hydrate, rest, stretch, like, Mm -hmm. and, you know, being okay if you're not. You know, like you, you can only do so much as well. Yeah. So you do what you can. And you do the best you can, and uh, it's okay if you're not perfect, right?
1: Yeah. Like, I well, think- perfection is in those imperfections. Right. I think, right? Is yeah. is kind of if you can embrace them and say, okay, cool, like I'm not. I, you know, I'm, I'm never going to be an, like an artist, mm-hmm. um, but I have creative skills in other ways. Right. Right. It's kind of just flipping it around and saying, okay, right. you know, there's a yin to every yang and, totally. um, if you can find that, then perfect.
0: Yeah. Perfection is in perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I just thought of that now. I'm like, that, that makes a lot of sense. It, oh yes. Right? Absolutely. So if you have a, the certain perspective, then that's where the perfection is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vancouver it's you know, it's one of those cities that, uh, that's, you know, draws people from all over the world. Um, And sometimes people come here, you know, just them and a partner or even just on their own. And so they lack like a huge source, like that support network right away and close. And, you know, they're looking for that sense of community. So how do you encourage those that are maybe feeling overwhelmed or maybe a little anxious to get out there and to connect?
1: Yeah, I've been in that situation um, Mm -hmm. because I moved back to Vancouver five years ago and I definitely know what it feels like to yeah. to be. How long
0: were you gone for? I
1: was gone for ten years.
0: So oh, good chunk of time. Yeah.
1: So all those friends that I had in high school were not really. Were, you know, you you grow out of yourself, and you grow out of you who change, you were. They
0: change, and maybe you grow in different directions, right? Totally. Yeah. And so
1: that was a little bit challenging to to figure out who I was now in this new kind of frame, um, new city kind of, you know, and new. um, (laughs) And so my advice is to get out there. Like number one, find what you like to do and go do it. Um, The best medicine always is to, you know, be yourself. And so if you like running, go find a run club. If you like swimming, go find a swim club. And you're guaranteed to meet people. Um, if you like just being alone, be alone, but like there's other people that like to do like silent activities or, you know, um, just find a group of people. There's tons of meetups. There's so many opportunities.
0: Right. Um, so play to your strengths basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Awesome. Um, a lot of what you post on Instagram talks about achieving your goals. And so what, what tools do you tap into when you need to, you know, get connected to, a goal or something like that, or, you know, how do you set yourself up for success? And in, in those types of realms when you're going after something that you, you know, are targeting?
1: Yeah. Um, I actually have a lot of supportive people in my life. Um, and that's pretty much my, my number one thing. I have a life coach. I also have an Ironman coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a really supportive family and partner and friends mm-hmm. and those people are, is so, it's just amazing. I don't think I could do anything without their support. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm very independent, very strong, like I still right. like really, really appreciate them. Um, and most of all, because they, they often keep me organized. So my coaches are like right. just about putting the, you know, helping me create a plan, get a plan, create the goals, you know, put them on paper and then reframe my mind so that I know that I can actually do it.
0: Yeah, totally. I was thinking about that today. I was, like I said, I, I opened Float House this morning and and I, I hadn't opened the center by myself for a long time. So I got it all done. It was all good. I mean, we, someone had a, we had a good close last night, so it was not a problem. But I was just like, so like, wow, like, there's no way we could do what we do without the people that are with us. I was just like, there's just no way. Like, I I couldn't do this and then do all the other things I'm trying to do to to, you know, keep this enterprise, this, this community, this entity alive and thriving. Cause it is, once it gets to a certain level, it's like, it's so much beyond me. It's so much beyond my brother. So I just realized like the people that you surround yourself with that support group, family and non-family mm-hmm. like, that become family. So, so critical, right?
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. I had a girl, so we finished soul girl season, uh, winter season this morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, a little girl said to me, she was, she's nine. And she said, Ashley, you know, can I share one thing that I do now because of Soul Girls? And I was like, I was like, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, if I hadn't come to Soul Girls, this wouldn't have happened. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, of course. She's like, actually, can I share two? Hmm. And I was like, Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, okay, well, the first thing is Um, that I, I was dealing with frenemies at school and frenemies for, you know, if you don't know are friends that are your friends sometimes, and then they're like mean the other times and kind of stab you in the back and talk behind your back and pretend to be your friend when they need you. Right. And she's like, I was dealing with this frenemy and you know, this is what she did. And, um, because I came to soul girls, I was able to stand up for myself and my confidence has really grown. I was like
0: whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Your heart must have just been like exploding at that moment. eh? Yeah.
1: And I was like, it was just that reminder, like you said, that it's community, right? Mm -hmm. It takes a village to raise a child. And, um, you know, your parents work so hard to do a good job and it's yeah. hard to be a parent, right? Yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter if you're nine or eight years old or, you know, 30, 50 years old. Right. Um, you still need people. You need people to be in your corner and to support you and give you different perspectives. And mm-hmm. then you still have to make that confidence. You still have to make that, yeah. you know, choice yourself and do right. the things that you do. Um, but having people in your corner is, you know, yeah. game on.
0: Yeah, immeasurable. Yes. Cool. Last question. Reflecting back on where your communities come from, what do you feel makes a great community?
1: Um, wow, good question. What makes a great community? Um, so many elements. I think, I think support, inclusivity, kindness, um, really just understanding. Like when people have clear vision on their values, um, you know what's important to them. Mm-hmm. And, and you share those visions or values. I think that that really makes a great community.
0: Right. So getting like that kind of base level, that pyramid of like value, core values in place and then have those shared and then maybe extrapolated and then community, um, uh, involved even with identifying with them. Like, so like people need to resonate with those values. Right. Yeah. And then having come in and have more people just on board with, with the message or whatever it is, right? Yeah.
1: I think your community will be drawn to those values. Mm-hmm. Um, when you really are the person you you talk about being, mm-hmm. um, you walk your talk, I think that people are drawn to that right? Um, because they, they can identify with that. Sure. Um, and when you make it so clear, like, this is who I am and this is what we do and this is how we do it or why we do it. Yeah. It's it's easy to join
0: that community. Right. Yeah. It's authenticity, right? Like when someone's truly authentic, it just, you you can feel it, you know, you can feel like, wow, this is just who they are. And it almost, it creates a natural empathy or like sympathy, like in the sense of like, if that's just who they are and they're being truly themselves and aware of what they're, you know, presenting, it's hard to refute that. It's hard to have any kind of Animosity or negativity or anything towards that. It's like, it's a superpower, really, right? <laughs> Authenticity, would you say?
1: Totally. I love it.
0: Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Superpower.
1: I think um, actually last week was our run. So at Soul Girls, we trained to run a five kilometer fun run. Cool. And uh, the theme of the run was superpowers. And so Perfect. some of our girls, we, what we did was we made superpower socks. And so we had little, cap- cool. some of the girls put like capes on the back of their socks that had their superpower words.
0: Nice. Um, capes the- on the back of their socks? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That was <laughs> be socks. so cute. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Super souls. Yeah. And so some of them said like brave and um, kind. And so when they were running, it was like they had like their capes on their socks.
0: Nice. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Cool. So you do the 5K runs um, and that's, so when you're training, you know, little girls or young, young girls, not little girls, young girls to, to do something like that. How do you keep them motivated to keep going through? Do you find that challenging or do you, do you have little tricks or do you find they just naturally are?
1: Um, you know, what's so funny is that you think that kids would just like naturally want to play or be like active and right. run and yeah. and stuff, but I have, you know, six, seven, eight year olds telling me that they're not runners mm-hmm. um, already. Yeah. I'm not a runner or I'm too fat or I'm not mm-hmm. good enough. I'm too, like I'm, right. I'm not fast enough. Um, and these are conversations that are already having and, um, and you might be surprised by that because I definitely was, right. um, because in our adult minds, we're like, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> it's so easy being a kid. Totally. Um, but the reality is, is that they have? They're worried about a lot of things, and um, and running is one of them. I mm-hmm. think even as adults, we're like, "Oh no, I'm not a runner. I'm, right. You know, I don't have the right body, or I'm not this or that or whatever." Right. And uh, the reality is that that's not true. And so, staying um, Soul Girls follows a very specific curriculum. Every week has a different topic, and then we train. Oh. Um, you know, we don't run a five k on the first day. Totally, it's really just open to anybody, any kind of level. Or um, I mean, if you can walk, you can run. And it's really just about moving your body.
0: All right. Cool. I love that. Nice. Um, I have something. Oh, yeah. This is, a, this is a question we kind of do on Vancouver from time to time. And that is, if you could, you know, pick up the phone and have a call with the 20-year-old Ashley Wiles, um, what sort of advice would you give <laughs> that young woman at that time?
1: Oh, wow. Knowing
0: what you know now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um good question. My 20 year old Ashley Wiles. Uh, well I was still in university. So I would have said, um, gosh, there's so many opportunities, like keep looking. Um, I'm pretty proud of kind of the things that I've been through and the opportunities that I, that I kind of jumped on and took. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, was there
0: anything in in there? Like, were you, were you maybe hard on yourself? Did you expect too much of yourself or Um, Did you not expect enough out of yourself or, I don't know, anything in those lines at all?
1: Where I was when I was 20, I think that, you know, you finish university. So high high school, the transition from high school to university is such an interesting one. I Mm -hmm. find particularly around physical activity because kids say that uh, they go from, they they go from, my parents pay for my activities and this right. is what I do and this is my sport and you go to university and then it's totally different. It's like my parents stop paying. I got to find a new community and I've got to find, maybe I'm at a new school or now I'm studying and it's way harder and, um, the stakes have gone up and now I'm resp- like financially responsible. So your anxiety changes or the stresses that you have like t- just changed right. like, in a moment. Right. And, um, and so what I would you know say to myself is that, Um, you know, exciting things are to come, you know, keep living your, understand your start to think about your values now, like what makes you special or what makes you awesome? Because I don't think I knew that.
0: Cool. So explore your values a little bit more consciously, maybe.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome things are coming.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, just keep, just keep doing what you're doing because, you're on a good path whatever.
1: Yeah. Cool. I think the second piece, now that you are, now that I'm like into it. Yeah.
0: No, it takes a while, right? To have these things come to you. So that's cool.
1: Yeah. I think the second piece was get involved. Okay. Like Like, I did, I did some volunteering, but I wasn't really sure what I was interested in. Sure. So I would say get involved because you you will be always be surprised on what you find. Mm. Um, when you volunteer your time or when you, you know, just give, there's always something that's um, going to surprise you or interest you or yeah. people well, I, you might meet.
0: It's like, you know, one of those universal laws that people speak of is like, you, you know, you, you give to receive, you know what I mean? So when you give something, whether it's your time, your energy, your, your ear, you know, you're going to receive something back and it might not be tangible. It might not be something that, uh, you know, you realize in the moment even, mm-hmm. but you know, what, you, what you give is what you get. You know, mm-hmm. I personally believe that in a lot of ways. And the, and, I try to look at it like a vibrational thing almost like the vibration that I'm putting out there, even if I'm just on my own, not really doing anything. um, It's obviously the vibration that I'm going to get back. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, but, um, so get out there and just get involved no matter what. Don't, don't like, Don't restrain yourself is what you would say. Yeah.
1: And, and there doesn't even have to be any expectations around it. Right. Right. Like it doesn't really matter what I get back. Um, I might not, like you said, like I might not learn that lesson right away or, or think about it, but, um, maybe just the feeling like focus on what it feels like to give Mm. and, and that's pretty special.
0: Totally. I agree. So you were mentioning to me off air about uh, a a huge event you do every year called Soul Awesome. So can you maybe dive into that and what that's all about for Soul Girls?
1: Yeah, we're so excited about it. Oh, God. It's our big, uh, so we train to, after every season we train to run a five kilometer fun run, but once a year we put on our own event and this one's called Soul Awesome and it's 5K, but uh, this one has different obstacles. So uh, the idea is really to bring our whole community together. So we've got boys, girls, men, women, and everywhere from West Vancouver to South Surrey, and we'll probably have our communities, um, you know, from Kelowna coming down as well. Um, And, you know, what makes it really special is that it's, the goal is to make it a fun 5K. So I think sometimes you go and do these runs and they're really not that fun. Right. So the idea is to make it even more fun. And so the obstacles are really about connection and community and uh, like three-legged race type yeah. style Empowerment. or... Empowerment. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Just understanding what makes you awesome and and doing that with your mom or with your dad nice. or with your best friend. And um, yeah, it's happening May 28th Okay. Uh, in Mundy Park in Coquitlam.
0: Okay. Mundy Park, Coquitlam, May 28th. And uh, where can people find more information? They about can that?
1: sign up at soulawesome.ca. Awesome,
0: soul okay, soul s o l e awesome, all one word. Yep, awesome. Soulawesome.ca. So check that out. If you're uh, yeah, just looking to connect with that community, I think that'd be really uh, people of all ages. It sounds yeah. like right. And
1: even if you don't have you know a son or daughter that falls in that age category, mm-hmm. like come out and support or volunteer cool. or do the run or bring your friends and awesome. Yeah,
0: very cool. Well. In, in lieu of your parking expiring, <laughs> we will we'll wrap this up. And um, so that was really cool. I really appreciate uh, just getting this brief little chat in, looking at community and how Soul, Girl, Soul Girls came to be. Um, I, I've, I've kind of been aware of it from pretty early on. I've been watching your journey, you know, just from the sidelines, seeing at different events and stuff. So I just want to say congratulations on where you've come from, what you've done, and where you're going. I think it's really cool. It's, uh, it's a beautiful project and it's, it's so important. And so, you know, just thank you from, from the universe. Uh, I'll channel that for you right now because (laughs) it's so awesome. So yeah, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So, um, and, and people want to get in touch with soul girls. What's the best way to do so?
1: Yeah. So online soulgirls.org. S O L E like the bottom of your foot. Cool. Uh, Soulgirls.org or Instagram or uh, Twitter soul underscore girls.
0: Okay. And Yeah. Awesome okay so reach out connect or or forward this on to somebody that you think could uh, could benefit from getting in touch with soul girls I think it's I think it's such an important in that age group my gosh, you're right that's such a critical age group for boys and girls yeah. but um, you know I think it's unique to to focus on just girls because for your group because yeah like you said there are differences and it's okay to acknowledge those differences between men and women and boys and girls and so you know let's work with what they need yeah. at that time so that's so cool. Um, So, hashtag Vancouver Survival. This was their second episode featuring Ashley Wiles of Soul Girls. And uh, we look forward to bringing you many more. So, thanks for joining us today. And we will see you next time on Vancouver City Survival Guide.